you'd like to be a part of Transfer Tea, fill out our submissions form, find the link in the description or on any of our social platforms. We'd love to hear from you. Welcome to Transfer Tea. Today I'm here with Roger and we're kind of going to be talking about somewhat of a non-traditional take to college. I think whether or not you're a non-traditional student, you'll get something really great out of this. I'm really excited. Hi, how's it going? Hey, it's going really well. Thanks. I really appreciate this opportunity to like talk about what I've learned and yeah, I really hope people can get something out of this. I think this podcast is awesome. Oh, thank you. So we can just start off with like a brief intro about you so people know kind of who's talking. Yeah. So my name is Roger and I'm currently a second year community college student. I'm getting, I'm working towards my associates right now in computer science and mathematics. And right now I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Very cool. You are a second year CC student, but not necessarily in the same sense as traditional second year students. So do you want to kind of talk about where you were in high school and kind of the first institution that you went to? Yeah, no problem. I would say like high school me was an above average, like achieving student. I like thankfully went to like a high school that didn't lack any resources. It was like a really competitive high school. And like I had like great support in high school. So that definitely like influenced the classes I took. So I was like, AP and like honors heavy and stuff like that. And, and yeah, I just like kind of went through the motion, just kind of figured things out along the way. Um, cause that by my senior year, like I was, you know, going to be a first generation college student and, Mm -hmm. um, and like also like specifically like a low income, like first generation college student. So I just kind of figured throughout high school that like doing all of this would, I guess, like make me competitive in the end. But if there's one thing that like, I wanted, I guess, like talk about when it comes to like high school me was that like even though I went through the motion of like taking all these classes I don't think I ever built like the the confidence and like the character that comes like as a result of that confidence um so I was still like really self-conscious like do I belong in these classes and like imposter syndrome at the high school level is like really weird for sure yes yeah it it was like very it was very frustrating and I, I would say like by the time like senior year came around I was class of 2015 um five years ago now wow Um, but yeah, by the time senior year came around when I had to think about like the schools that I wanted to apply to, I mean, North Carolina definitely doesn't lack like any big name schools. Like, um, you know, there's like UNC Duke and Davidson and stuff. Um, so, but I didn't have like the confidence or nor did I think I would get into like any of those schools. So I just kind of like took a, like a more like easy route to college. I just applied to like a really big state school. Uh, here in North Carolina that like had like a fairly high yeah, acceptance rate. Um, so I got in easily and I decided to just kind of like get started. And I went there for two years officially from 2015 to 2017 and just kind of got lost somewhere along the way. Lost first, like in my character and like, I guess like my identity. So that ended up like affecting like my academics. And then at some point, like I had to step away from school because it was either I continue and like I pay out of pocket or I risk losing my financial aid as well. So I just kind of had to take a break to to figure myself out after 2017. I mean, I'm sure that was hard for you, but did you, was there kind of a time as that happened that you were like, I, sh- I, I know I need to be doing this or did that come later? I think when like my GPA was especially like suffering, um, I was like in a lot of neglect and I, I, I was having a really hard time like swallowing my pride because there's one thing I didn't lack 
like in high school was like support from my family and my friends like because of the high school that I went to and because of like the place that I grew up in North Carolina like I was really well supported and um I wouldn't say I had an ego but like I I had enough people believing in me to where like I thought I was like a good student a competitive student um when you go to college and then you end up not living that out and then especially like when you're being told by like financial aid counselors like you should step away from school and kind of figure yourself out a little bit i definitely like gambled with that and i i didn't want to do it i didn't want to step away from school i didn't want to like have that conversation with my parents especially who having never sent a child to college before like they heavily relied on like whatever it is that i told them like if i told them i was doing fine they're like oh okay good we're proud of you but to have that conversation that i was doing bad actually um, I did. I just didn't want to do it. But eventually, like I, I did have that conversation with myself and decided to take a break. It takes a lot to do that. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine. I have a friend who did something similar. It was hard for him. Like when he first sort of transferred, he like told people his reason was something else. Like it was just, right. oh, I didn't like it there. Um, hmm. Until it came like that confidence with like, no, like I made a mistake but I've gotten better. That came later. So it seems like the same is for you. Like you definitely seem very confident now. So did you immediately go to the community college where you are now? Or was it like, did you end up somewhere else? Did you take a break? So uh, the biggest thing like after taking my break, because like when you, no matter how many schools you attend, like you get a new GPA Mm -hmm. technically, no matter where you go. But in the eyes of like financial aid, like a bad GPA will follow you wherever. So like, I guess after 2017, I had to figure out like, how am I going to work towards a really good GPA like after my old one is like so haunting me? So I tried community college for like half of a year. I, I think I was just like really bummed out by everything going on. So I didn't take it as seriously. And that didn't work out either. And all this time, like 2017 to like pretty much early 2018, I was still stuck in like the same college town that I was in before. So being in that environment didn't help either because I just kind of saw like people that I came in with like we're graduating and leaving and like moving on to grad school or like getting job offers. Meanwhile, I was still there. Like I just worked. I worked as a barista for like the longest time. So after that, I stayed in that college town for like a year and a half longer. And then that's when I finally just packed my things up and, and moved in with a friend that lived in Charlotte. Luckily, he he went to the state school that's here in Charlotte. My excuse at first was just that I wanted to visit him because I had never been to Charlotte before grown up in North Carolina, but I'd never visited Charlotte. And it's like our biggest city and like what we're known for, like when people think of North Carolina, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, let me visit it. And yeah, after like one weekend there, I just decided to move there um, because I didn't want to move back home and lose that sense of like independence because I knew I'd have to live with my parents again. But it, it ended up like working out, thankfully. And when I moved to Charlotte, I was able to like enroll in community college again. I was able to get like financial financial aid and a scholarship through this program called year up, which I think it's there in the Bay area too, actually. Um, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, They have, um, it's pretty much like to quickly summarize it. It's like an intensive, like one year program where they do six months of classes, which is how I got like my, my footing in community college again, and like not having to worry about paying it. Mm -hmm. And then they do like six months of like a big time internship. And um, the whole point of the program is to like help people, get ready for like a job afterwards, but I'm taking it as like a, you know, I want to continue with school and like finish what I started. That's really, really cool. How did you find that, that opportunity? Europe is national. I do do want to point that out. Like it's not just like an East coast, West coast thing. They're like all over. I would definitely recommend people to check them out. But so I actually came across cause I, 
was working full time for like three months into living in Charlotte, which was last summer. I moved there last, I guess, like June 2019. And I thought I was like I had saved up enough for for classes because I was just going to pay out of pocket I didn't have to worry about rent yet because um, I was still living with that friend and then I found out that I couldn't afford it but I had like gone through the motion like I had signed up at the school like they had my email my number and everything and so I was like really bummed out and about two weeks after the registration deadline and after getting the email with that like bill that I couldn't pay um the school I guess like shares my shares emails with like year up and I got an email from year up and it's like, Hey, like we're a non-traditional student program. Um, they're for anyone between 18 to 24. And you know, this is what it is. We're going to have an info session. Um, if you're interested, like come to this building. And I went and I committed to it. So that's so, so cool. So I'll put the link to that program below mm-hmm. this podcast everywhere. So in case anyone is interested, like they can kind of do research, see if it, something that they can do, but that's awesome. Yeah. Throughout your like time now at ACC, have you found sort of other like opportunities for non-traditional students? You know, no one's ever asked me about my age. No one has ever really asked me about my background. If anything, I just kind of give it away by like bringing certain things up in my classes or like in the clubs that I'm a part of. I, I guess like the default mindset is like assume the student you're talking with is like a first year or a freshman any club that i try to get a part of like be a part of they'll like use certain language and i just like reply with like yeah yeah no so like i'm interested and like i'd like to run for this and they're just like whoa why are you so ambitious so i would say like (laughs) everything yeah everything at like my cc has been like available to me like research opportunities through like stem fellowships that are available or just like leadership positions like Phi Theta Kappa and, and all that good stuff. Yeah, I, I read that you were PTK. Very cool. Mm-hmm. PTK proud. Yeah. I have my like, little thing still here. I don't know why, but I miss I miss that. That was fun. Yeah, I'm excited to get involved with them once that like comes up. I like just got like onboarded and everything. So Oh, very cool. I think it mm-hmm. is so much bigger over there, East Coast and then like middle of America and the West Coast is still like slightly mm-hmm. lagging. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's really cool. They have so many scholarships too. I wonder if yeah. they have programs for non-traditional students or like any benefits, but that's something that yeah. to look into. I yeah, I think I wouldn't be surprised they did, honestly. Like they they're so good and like so generous with like transfer scholarships like already. I'm sure they have something for non-traditional students. But yeah, I, I think it's there, which is it's great that, you know, they don't have like an age like cut off to join. It's just like meet the requirements and you can join. It's super cool. So since you moved to Charlotte, your mindset has obviously been different. You've been much more involved. Like how, what is that shift? And like, if you could sort of speak to people who maybe are in the mindset you were in before, like prior to that move, what would you say? I, I think half of this journey was, I would say that there was like a really hard period after leaving the town that I used to live in before I lived in Charlotte. There was like a moment where like, I didn't have much support because I had to, like, I had cut a lot of people off or like they had already like left the college town and like we just couldn't keep in touch. And also like after having like a, that really hard conversation with my parents, admitting that I wasn't in school for like the longest time, like I kind of like lost their support for a little bit too. So I, I would say like the first part of it was convincing myself that like I could be good at something again or that like I was, you know, still like the student that like I knew I was meant to be or like am so it was like a lot of it wasn't easy it took like half a year 
to like get out of like the mindset that like I just failed because I think that was like the word that like I always saw in my head for a while was like failed failure or whatever and then after that when people saw that when like I kept up with like the small friend group I had like kept at that point um and like always still keeping my parents in the loop like even though our relationship was hard I still wanted to keep them updated that like I was at least safe or you know just doing something with my life I just kind of like showed people like hey I moved to Charlotte and like I had actually landed a IT related position like here in Charlotte. Like I just got so lucky. I like worked as like and as like a customer service representative for like a certain amount of time. And I just networked with the IT department because they were right next to us. And I just asked a bunch of questions because I think if I could backtrack to East, like I guess the school that I went to for a little bit was like, I also didn't know what I was good at, like academically at the college level. I had known like my like my heart was in IT and computer science, but I just thought that was reserved for like brilliant people so with this job that I was doing I was like I have nothing to lose like I'm gonna ask like what do they do on the other side of that wall so I like networked with them and they were like we really like your mindset um we have this job opening like are you interested and I was like wow like IT support like okay sure yeah and I got to do like a little bit of like coding there and like their in-house language that helped a lot with like my confidence like rebuilding my confidence and then finally, when like you're up came along, they have like a really intensive interview where like they ask you like really personal question. And in, in my case, they saw like, hey, like you're coming up on 23. Why are you interested on in, like going back into school? And like, I just like put it all out there. Like everything that I've just told you now, like I said the exact same thing to them. And they're like, okay, like we want to put you back in school and like we want you to be a part of this program. Yeah, it's like worked out. It's like just having like that se- like sequence of events helped build my confidence a lot um but i would say like i had to seek a lot of those opportunities like i really had to push myself like even though you don't feel like you deserve this like just like do it like ask those questions like Mm -hmm. network with that person that helped a lot i think it's crazy because that there like there was a gap in time um after i apply this is not even comparable on the like level of deepness but there's a gap (laughs) after i applied to schools and I got into them and you get into your UCs before your privates. And I basically had this weird point where I was like, right, okay, so I'm going to go to one of the UCs I got into. And I think my dad was like, well, you applied to some privates. Like, what about those schools? And I was like, there is no way that I got into those schools. And it was like, it was mm-hmm. a point where they were like later, my mom was kind of like, well, before, like even in high school, I used to say like, I, I like, I was like, I don't like Stanford. I would never go there. And she's like, why did you even apply? And this is again, still before I got out. And I had this moment yeah. where I started crying in front of her. And I was like, it's because I don't deserve to go anywhere like that. Like I could never go anywhere like that. And, oh, wow. but then like, okay, I got in and I had like this kind of, I literally had a moment where I was like, this was the wrong thing. Like they like messed up like technology. Mm-hmm. They send you like a follow-up, thank goodness, because they were like, this is what we like from your application. I was like, well, that's my application. Um, <laughs> but it is so hard to yeah. like be confident because I think we were like taught differently. Like, oh, you're not, you don't fit this perfect image yeah. of this person or you don't have like this alumni status or like, right. Yeah. right? And I don't know, like, and of course, like my little thing is like me being overdramatic as like a 20 year old but I think it I think it really is a thing of like you do need to put yourself out there because if I even let that like lack of confidence get in the way of applying 
I probably wouldn't be here like having this conversation with you because you would never have seen my post on LinkedIn because yeah. I posted it. I think it's just so crazy. Like you really got to push yourself even if you still don't fully believe in yourself. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's like, yeah. like yeah. So I, I really hope that you push yourself when you apply because go to school with me it'd be cool yeah that would be cool yeah i actually i am applying um because of well because of you honestly you you gave me that like there's a (laughs) no i think like there's a lot of as like a small tangent like it's like your post definitely was like part it was like one of the steps for me to like build even like more confidence because like like i would say like after the first two months of europe like i started back in march um i had to start thinking about like college apps and like they kind of ask you along the way like hey like you know we only fund you for like a year like do you want to go back to school after this and i was like yeah no of course like i had like credits from the school i went to before i have these credits now like it just made sense like i'm almost done i'll be done like next spring thankfully and when i was like thinking about schools of like for applying to like your post came up and i was like oh okay so like you know like transferring is possible like going to like a competitive school is possible you just have to do it you just have to do it and like to that i i like when i didn't get into this school i was like no i'm never going to tell anyone but now i think i've shared it too many times (laughs) i didn't get in to georgetown and they have like a 12 percent acceptance for transfers so that just speaks to like the like who knows who goes on like like what goes on in those rooms like when they do it exactly So I think seriously, you and everyone else, like just apply where you want to go. If you want Silicon Valley as the move, like go for it. If you want to stay wet like East Coast, that's fine. There will be no <laughs> no hard feelings. Yeah. But it's so crazy. Like I think I think that's really cool though. So I guess another question that I have uh, is if you could guide another non-traditional student, what are some things you would tell them? Ways how of like getting involved how'd you find ptk how did you uh how'd you find europe mm-hmm. but also just how did you sort of muster the courage to apply to those things yeah well like i i feel like i owe like europe so much so i would say like for people that if like europe is kind of like sticking with you up to this point like google your city and then europe after it because they, they have so many chapters in so many cities like I wish I could name them, but I can't. But that's a good thing, right? Like, it's just like available. They're national. So step one, like, look into that. See if they're in your area because it is, like, such an incredible program. Aside from that, though, like, I'll I'll go through, like, the sequence of events as far as, like, non-traditional resources. Like, so first I saw, like, your post, right? And then I thought about it and I'm like, why did this pop up in my feed? And I saw that, like, someone from, like, my CC had liked your post, which is, like, why it came up in my feed. And I had actually just recently connected with him and um, he and like one other student from RCC, like they like ended up in the like Charlotte news because they both got into IVs. And this was like the first time in like forever that it happened at my CC. So I networked with him first. His name is like Christopher. Shout out Christopher because he has definitely given me so much like great advice along the way. He got into Princeton and I was like, okay, like I definitely got to talk to this guy. Like how did he even like know to apply who did he talk to like i was just so interested in his story and he told me about how like princeton recently like reinstated their transfer program like after not having it for years like they just didn't take transfers so he's like yeah like i just kind of googled like transfer like princeton and then you know that he saw that they reinstated it so he's like i bet like i would be a good fit because he has a story of his own like i won't tell it but um definitely really inspiring 
And then after that, he also told me that like he would also just like because he is 24, 25. And he was telling me that before that all he did was he Googled like the name of the school and that he was like thinking of and then non-traditional after it. Um, so there are a lot of schools that offer like that, like if you Google that, like it'll, it'll just take you to like their transfer page. But there are schools like Columbia, Tufts, Yale, those three, for example, they have like non-traditional specific programs where like they put you in a different like application process because they care less about like what you were up to in high school, less about your SAT. Like what have you been doing that, you know, you had to take a break from school or you're older, but you want to go back to school. So I would just like do that because that's what I've been doing up until now. Um, like I've finalized my list of schools, but half of them, like I like tacked on because I just typed in like Tufts, non-traditional and like Tufts had ended up having a program. Um, it's like very strange that these programs aren't that well like advertised, um, but they're out there. Like there, there are some schools like I'm forgetting right now that I know like also have non-traditional programs and i guess it's um maybe it's because like at that point it becomes like a more niche group and like the mm -hmm. transfer admissions but um i like highly encourage people like to just look that up see what's out there and there's Your definitely that idea wonder if we could create like a resource page um maybe that would be cool yeah yeah there's um there's like a master list on wikipedia and there's a master list in some random ready reddit thread i think it's like <laughs> yeah, I think it's like under r slash like apply to college. Someone made a list where that lists like all this like non-traditional specific programs or they also list schools that have like have had a history of non-traditionals applying through their transfer program, but they have like historically like allowed like a lot of non-traditional students in. Yeah, definitely recommend looking into that. But it's out there. It's out there, which is really cool. It is. Yeah, you just have to kind of be aware mm -hmm. of like going to look for it and kind of not using that to your advantage, but like helping it benefit you. Um, and then for sure. doing like what it takes to help you because most likely like those programs will offer support and other things mm -hmm. that are like helpful in that process. So that's very cool. Hopefully I'm sure like a lot of people don't know about that. I didn't know about that to even pass mm -hmm. on to the people who ask me. So that's very cool. Kind of as we like begin to wrap this up, do you have any other like, bits of advice that you'd like to share or just things that you've learned that you want to put out there in case anyone else who's listening can sort of relate to your story in any way. Yeah. Like I'm a big believer that like someone has already been in your shoes mm -hmm. and a lot of people have even like had it worse. So like when I thought about the fact that like I had like pretty much like, like failed out of like college the first time around and like, I was like trying to get back into it. And as like I was starting to like find out about like these non-traditional programs and some of them like even mentioned like you don't just have to be like a veteran or something and that's why you're non-traditional. It's like like we're, we are also looking for people that like college just didn't work out the first time around. Mm -hmm. um, it like made me think like has someone been in my shoes? So without going too much into like a rabbit hole like Google Google your story. Like I literally just would type in like trying to go back to college already failed once or something like that. And like, I guess it's the internet. So like take it for what it is. But like, there were people that shared like really intimate stories of like, Hey, like this is my story. It didn't work out. I got my grades together in community college. And like, I transferred to this amazing school. 
And I think it all lined up because it made sense that like Yale and like Columbia have programs for non-traditional students mm -hmm. and that they are looking for these stories. So like use that to motivate you. Like I try not to like focus on, I, I don't look at it. This took some time, but I don't look at my story and like feel bad about it anymore. Mm -hmm. I think if anything, like it's been, it like fuels me and it also like really like reminds me of like where I came from. And that's like what like helps me like look for the things that like I want to do. So I, I would say like use your story to your advantage and like, like look around, like there, there's someone that has like been in your shoes before and like, you'll find the motivation. So um, mm -hmm. I got very lucky that like people like popped into my life, like along the way. Um, but, but I think for sure you can still find it if you look for it. Yeah. It's all about reshaping kind of your perspective on what's happened to you. I think that's amazing though. It, it is much easier to talk about it than to actually actively do it. So I think yeah, amazing. Like I think talking to you has like re-inspired me. I don't know. <laughs> it's really cool. You have an amazing story. Thank you. Of course. And so like I'll, I'll try and find and link some of the programs that we talked about. Um, I could find yeah. that master thread or you can send it to me. So I, I can, I know where the, I know what the wiki page is like titled that has it. So I will, mm -hmm. I can definitely send you that. And I'll, I think I have like the Reddit thread. It's probably in like my viewed history or something. So like, I'll send you that too. Like, I think mm -hmm. both well, of those helped me a lot. Try to compile some stuff in our like yeah. description of the podcast and whatnot. that will be awesome. Um, yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this. We should definitely do a follow up. Um, in the spring to see where you end up transferring to. Um, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I would, I would love to talk about that. I, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'll see. <laughs> I'm applying to so many, so many places, like, um, like more than I did the first time around. So it's been keeping me very busy. But oh, well, but you have time, right? You got to like March. Yeah, yeah, March, March. Um, Columbia's, Columbia's on a rolling basis, and but it doesn't open until December. So. Lots of time to figure yeah. it out. Don't worry. And yeah. always reach out if you ever need any help. Thanks. To any, but yeah, thank you. It was great to have you on the show. We will definitely talk again soon. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for letting me talk about this. It, it really means a lot. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Transfer Tea. Check back in next week for another interview. Bye. <laughs>